masses Make you now tuned in to purpose and practice Ay, Yeah, purpose and practice Keep your mental sharp, uh, learn all the tactics Dr. Ross, dropping knowledge to the masses Make you now tuned in to purpose and practice Ay, Yeah, purpose and practice Podcast game, Ay, he got it mastered Yo, 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 what up, what up, family? We are back for another episode of the Purpose and Practice podcast. We, yo, I can't believe it, but we are at episode number 27. Like, 27 is in the books. We just, like, we make it history, yo, real talk. Um, but before we get into introducing, introducing our guests, we had a special guest tonight. But before we do that, I always, always, always want to give a shout out to the folks who are making it happen for my show. You know, we had, a, if you heard the intro, you know, Mr. Encore laid down the beat uh, on the intro. And then we had my brother, Anthony Stevens. Check out Mr. Encore, by the way, at Mr. Encore on IG, uh, if you need a beat laid down for whatever reason. And then on the video, uh, we had my brother, Anthony uh, Stevenson. So check out A. Stevenson on IG. And he could hook you up with any kind of videos that you're trying to do. Um, I believe in like, yo, we got to give back. We got to make sure that we are like supporting our, our young people who are out as entrepreneurs, have their own businesses, uh, making connections and making things happen. We got to keep those networks alive. So I've, I'm always trying to find folks who can embrace and, and, and you know, develop the show, but from homegrown like that. I'm, I'm, I always believe in that. And while I'm on that, that goes to the whole, when you look at the logo and the purpose and practice with Dr. Rawls deal, you see that there's the same Kofa bird up there, which means to go back and get it. So I'm constantly, constantly, constantly trying to think about how I can go back and bring forward, you know, and that's what that bird is doing is reaching back, getting the, the, the nurturing, the nutrients, the knowledge and bringing it forward to future generations. And that's what we do. You know, so no matter where we're at in life, those are the things that we have to be committed to. And that's what we have to do. With that said, we are like live with someone who I can say I'm reaching back to bring forward real, real talk, real talk, real talk. Yo, our guest tonight, yo, um, I have like, first of all, it's family. Uh, second of all, it's like you talk about reaching back. I remember her when she was like, ninth grade coming into the high school uh got this look on don't don't nobody talk to me nobody mess with me but when i tell you still got it she still got it um but real talk brilliant 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 and never took no for an answer okay um tell me if i'm wrong tiara tell me if i'm wrong (laughs) yo Never took no for an answer. I don't like that word. Nah, you ain't never take it either. Um, always question things. And like, just so you understand, I was her principal, right? So it was, you know, we were we were working in that capacity, principal versus student, not versus, but principal and student. And whenever a decision was made, she was the first one in the office like, why was this decision made? <laughs> and yo, real, t- but young leaders, if you're an educational leader out there, you're a principal out there, those students who come to you asking you why decisions are made, embrace those students. Those are the ones that you need to be like, all right, I need to ho- I need to holler at you because they're going to be the ones that keep you on your game 
in making sure that you're making decisions that not only are right for staff and right for you in the building, but also right for students. And she was definitely, you know, one of those uh, leaders in the building, um, which I will always, always, always remember. So with, with that said, man, a special, special, special welcome to Tierra Brown, who is like doing her thing. What's up, Tierra? How are you feeling? I'm feeling wonderful. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm honored. <laughs> I, you know, it's like somebody said you still don't take no for an answer. That's, um, my, that's my best friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's the, listen, that that's real talk. But yo, you you are like you're doing. I'm not surprised, right? But you're doing crazy, crazy things. Last when I first started this show, your sister, I believe. Um, Taikira was either, she was either episode three, I think she was episode three, right? And we were talking about the Juneteenth um, march that y'all did out in Long Branch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, y'all, y'all really did y'all thing on that. You know, you putting that together, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I saw Mike Bland out there. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yo, but my sister, Tiara, was the one that put that together. I was like, what? I didn't know that because you weren't like, well, even the pictures that I seen, you weren't like out front, out front. I was actually on vacation. <laughs> when it went down, but you did yes. all the planning and then you just took a flight. Yes. <laughs> I was there in spirit though, definitely. <laughs> Yo, I was like, hold up, what? And she was like, yeah, no doubt. She's the one that put that together. So then that's when I was like, all right, you, you was on my radar at that point. Um, so I was like, I got to find a way. And then you start dropping like, uh, clothing lines, you start dropping like financial services. And I'm like, hold up, what? Yo, we got to get her on a show. And the, the the season was ending. And I was like, all right, she definitely going to be on for, for season number two. Um, and I'm just so, 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 so thankful that we were able to, to get you on. Um, I remember coming up and you probably don't remember this because I remember at first she was like, I'm going to Stanford. I'm going to Stanford. That was your that was like the school. You was like, I'm, I'm messing with that school. And I started calling you Stanford, you know, <laughs> and you definitely had the genius, obviously, to to, to do that. Um, but I'm just yo, I'm just blessed, man, to have you here on the show. And um, welcome to the show. How you feeling? Yo. Thank you. I'm I'm just so happy to share a platform with someone that I truly admire. And I just want people to hear my voice. I feel like people don't really hear me speak. So now mm. is the time so they can hear an updated version of me. So I'm definitely excited to dive into the conversation. Oh, uh, updated. So we getting like a 2.0. What, what is this? Like 2.0? Oh, oh, I don't know. I done evolved maybe about 20 times. Oh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so listen, I like what you said, though, because those up updated versions of ourselves. And one of the things that I was just meeting with a, a group of young young uh, people yesterday, this book club, yo, this book club is going to be fire. Those parents who set their your children up to be in this book club, the uh, young scholars, yo, salute to you. We were talking about that, though. Like, we were talking about, like, yo, how do we do that whole each one teach one? How do we grow? How do we build knowledge? And that was kind of the discussion that we had last night. Um, talk about that before we even start getting into the history um, of you as, as a young person. Just talk about your commitment to to constantly building. Um. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a household where I felt like opportunities were unlimited. 
Anything mm. that I wanted to do, I had the support from my mother and my father and my siblings and everyone in my environment to do whatever I want. So any dream that I had, I was able to execute it. So as I'm moving forward in life, I seen I was seeing that a lot of people, something was holding them back and mm. they never had a reason why. Like for instance, if someone tell me, I want to go do this. I'm like, go do it, <laughs> you know? And then they'll give me multiple reasons and I'm not that person. I'm like, either you're going to do it or you're not. Anyone would tell you I'm really about what I say I'm about. And I feel like since I was, my cup is overfilled, it's only mm -hmm. right to give back because in this moment, even right now, I have everything that I will ever need in life. So anything else is a bonus. So the knowledge that I give is only for you guys, you know, and I just want to share that. So, like, you, you, like, how, okay, okay. How, <laughs> how do you, like, listen, I know, listen, I've been under 30, right? I've been under 30 before. I wasn't talking like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> real talk. Here's my question, right? How do you grow? To, that statement you just gave, mm -hmm. um, and it's almost like you just talking like, yo, this is bigger than me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a vessel. And I'm gonna share my experiences to help other folks grow. Like, mm -hmm. how did you? Did you just, you know? And definitely shout out to the family because family, oh, yo, family's important. Oh. But how does that happen though? Like, were you sitting here like right now talking like you talking? Um. So, being that I was very intelligent, I've never questioned whether I will be successful or not. So I was never in a rush to mm -hmm. obtain a job or certain things. So leaving high school, you know, entering college, I made it my my goal to know myself, to get to know mm. myself. And I was thankful enough to have a mother where I can walk in her house however. So in okay. those moments, I'm exploring who I am, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And I can look at myself in the mirror every, every day, you know, and I'm not afraid of those dark moments. So I feel like when you're not afraid of yourself, you can't be afraid of the world. So there's mm. nothing in this world that I can't do or accomplish because ultimately my mind is my weapon and it's going to, you know, push wow. me to where I need to go. Yo, I love that. And shout out to your mom, man. Like, you know, and, you know, we grew up together. First of, first and, for, uh, first and foremost, uh, Erica and TT, we all grew up together. And I just remember, like, you know, when y'all were coming up mm -hmm. and we connected on, you know, me being a principal and then Taikir at the time, and then you came along and then that was all that I seen. But then your younger brother, I, you know, behind the scenes, we'd be working things out and everything, talk about how we need to deal with school systems and this, that, and the other. And one of the things that you said really, like, I can see how it happened. You said, yo, I was able to come to my mom anyway any form of fashion, I was, able to, I was able to come to my parents and they embraced me for, for wherever I was at. You know, that's so powerful. And to parents out there, you know, those words right there are, are words that we have to really, really, really take account for because sometimes, you know, we look for these cookie cutters, like these perfect worlds where, you know, like everything is perfect. Um, and life is not like that, you know, and, and I'm happy that you mentioned that, that you felt comfortable in your own, before you went into the world, you were like good with who you were in the whatever time things were going to happen. It was the right time. Exactly. 
And I, you know, I grew up on love. You know, my house is a loving environment. So even if I'm out of line, when I fall back in line, I'm falling back into love. And love is always going to be what what moves me. So I love that, man. So we starting in love. It's all, all, all love. So (laughs) and, and that's what that's what that's what our family needs to be, you know, and our support systems. You know, that's what they need to be. And going back to relationships, you know, we talk about school and relationships when 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 young people know that the people in the school love them, mm-hmm. it's a game changer. You know, mm-hmm. I'm seeing uh, Miss Glansberg uh, get into the into the comments. And, Glance, what's yeah, up? <laughs> shout out to Miss Glansberg. Um, but. Yo, when it's love there, it changes, it changes everything, yo. So, um, you know, a shout out to you uh, for, for making sure that, that you're coming to share this story. So with that said, I want to, I want to go back, like, because I didn't start working with you until you were in high school. Right. So I want to learn more about the middle school version, the elementary school version, what it was like growing up, uh, what kind of student you were. You know, if you could talk about those things and then we can start moving into what you're doing now. So I think I want to touch as far back as preschool. Um, I remember I was five, five years old and four, four years old because I started um, at JFK, the priest, the pre-K. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting into my classroom and I'm four. Remind you, I'm four. And I walk into the classroom and the teacher's like, hello, Miss Brown. So I go home to my mom. I'm like, why is she calling Miss calling me Miss Brown? I'm a child. So at four years old, I am able to Already. connect that adult mind. Yeah. So I, we had assignments writing our names, and I'm like T I A R A. Like I know how to spell uh-huh. my name. Like I'm, <laughs> you know, like this is so. With that being said, I painted that illustration to show you that I was a student where I always understood everything too quickly, so I was mm. bored. I was so bored as a student. So think about it. I know how to spell my name and I have to wait until my class. Everyone else knows. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I start to wander. I start to do other things. And that's how my whole career went. And as I got older, teachers didn't really like that. (laughs) You know, that's why everyone knows Tierra Brown in the hallway. All the monitors (laughs) in high school. Tierra Brown's in the hallway, in the hallway. And it's not because I'm just a rebel. I just want to do whatever I want, but I did my work and now I'm bored. Mm. Mm. And I can't just sit idle. My mind is too active for that. Yo, so we, listen, this is the first time we we went back to pre-K on this yeah. show. Like usually folks go back like, oh, I was in first grade, second grade. You went back to pre and you are, but just so you know, in most cases, you are a teacher's nightmare. And oh, yeah, in, yo, real talk, a night, and in most cases, a leader's, a principal's nightmare. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, if you're not comfortable enough as a teacher or a leader to embrace the young lady who you are and the intelligence that you have, mm-hmm. you can be intimidated, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I'm sure you have stories about yeah. that. I would, um, I, I, I won't share the principle, but when I was in high school, yeah, it was just a time period where I believe like the lunch, the lunch sessions were just out of control and mm-hmm. they weren't handling it properly. I'm like, why, why are you doing this? So me and the principal, we weren't seeing eye to eye and we kept having friction. So I think I was very frustrated one day and I told him in this voice, very, very calm, a very calm manner. I said, 
I don't know. I think the board needs to reevaluate their staff and their principals because it's not seeming that things are getting done in here. And I didn't yeah. say that to be disrespectful, but it's like you're not calming the situation down. Why are there fights every other week? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you so you had those words. Yes. And see, but in, in that. And, you know, I'm not even we ain't going to go into what the response was or anything like that. But here's what I'm going to say. Right. Again, one of the things that I always look forward to was even on the worst of days was having conversations with young people and finding out what was what and why what was what was what. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to to lead a school mm -hmm. and you're not in tune with the leaders of the school. Mm -hmm. then you're going to have problems, you know, and you were, you know, you were one of those students who quickly was, I was able to identify in your class, you were leader, uh, you were leader formally and informally, you were doing things academically that you needed to do, you were socially together, like you had, you had the pieces, you know, put together, and there needed to be a forum to hear your voice, mm -hmm. you know, so with that said, how did you, you said I, I attacked it, you know, I not attacked it. I won't even use that term attack. I addressed <laughs> it in a calm manner. Mm -hmm. Did you always move like that? Or did you have to learn to kind of like, all right, how am I going to navigate and make this, you know, like something that is, it's the medicine, but I'm putting it in the pudding and I'm making it easy for them to swallow. Um, I, it definitely had to be learned and I had, I made sure I learned it because I experienced a situation where my words hurt someone I love very badly. And that broke my heart. Like it really tore me into pieces. So with that moving forward, I just made sure that I'm careful of what I say, how I deliver it. And if I'm feeling some type of way, maybe take a breather, take a couple days, but it definitely was a skill that was learned over time. I'm glad you said that um, because and, and that's why I touched on that, because there's like, you know, when you when you when you gain knowledge, you know, and this is something even going into next week with our book club, I'm going to be talking to the young people about because I'm like, you're going to be learning in this book club. But you I taught them something about black history that they probably they didn't know as of yesterday. Right. So chances are they're going to go into their teacher and they're going to start trying to tell their teacher you didn't know this. You didn't know that. And I'm like, part of knowledge and having knowledge is to make sure that we don't become like these abrupt, like folks, like you don't know this, you don't know that, you know, like you got to learn how to like appreciate the power that you have in terms it's, of knowledge. It's definitely a responsibility. And I'm still learning how to cope with being, holding a lot of wisdom and being intelligent mm -hmm. because it's a time and a place, you know, sometimes I may know something, but in that present moment, it's not for me to say. So it's just, I really, I'm still learning. I'm getting better at it. When to speak, you know, because I don't, I'm, I'm usually, I usually stay in the background for that reason, but I feel like now, I don't know, 2020 and 2021, it's like, all right, now you need to come forward and speak. Like they need to hear what you have to say now. So now I feel like it's my time to share what I have, you know, my, my journey. And speak that truth, you know. Exactly. Shout out Mr. Morrison up in here. He said he had you too early. Like, you taught him. <laughs> you schooled him. Uh, we all had them, Mr. Morrison. What, what, ninth grade, I think. <laughs> ninth and tenth grade. 
We, but he's basically saying what I said. You know, yeah. I remember having, and we all have this student, right? Mine's was Precious. It, it, it was shout out to Precious McClendon, who I love to death. Mm -hmm. Precious was the student I had my first year who schooled me. And it's like, it's like, I don't know. It, it's a part of being a teacher, a first year teacher, second year teacher. You're going to get schooled at some point. And when Precious schooled me, I was like, yo, she got that off. And I didn't think like, I'm going back at her. I'm the, I'm the teacher, blah, blah, blah. Yo, word is mine. I changed my whole, I was like, yo, I just learned a lesson. I learned a lesson mm -hmm. and I took it for what it was worth and I moved on. And to this day, whenever I see Precious, it's a big hug and a big smile um, mm -hmm. because, because of that knowledge. Mm -hmm. So one thing I want to say for parents, I want to, I want to just take a couple minutes for parents. Um, and if, if you can help out with this, mm -hmm. sometimes we say that young people need to be seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. would you say growing up, you were taught to be seen or not heard, or were you taught to voice your opinion and to speak your truth? Um, I spent a lot of time with my mother growing up, so I just watched her and my mother does not play. So I seen her speak her voice, so naturally I picked up on that. Mm -hmm. And I just always had people who supported me and defended me, so I knew how to advocate for myself very early. Okay. All right. I, you know, I like that because that's usually how we learn is by examples that are set. Um, and a lot of times, you know, parents where, especially in certain systems and situations, we're afraid to speak up and we're afraid, you know, to move, especially in schools. Schools can be very intimidating for parents. That's, that's straight up, you know? Um, and I think that when young people can see their parents navigate through school systems, it starts to change the game mm -hmm. in terms of them saying, yo, I'm going to speak up for my rights, though. This is not right. You know, I can address this. I can speak up against this. Mm -hmm. So that, that I wanted to touch on that because I think when I grew up, it was like, yo, be seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and like oh. we was taking <laughs> losses. No. And, you know, <laughs> over time, I, you know, I just thought that, you know, since I had this mindset, it's important that I hear my own voice. I don't care if anyone is listening, but in my head, I have something to say. So whether you're listening to me or not, I just have to deliver the message. Whether you receive it is not up to me. But as long as I can get out what's in my head, I'm cool. I like that. Hear your own voice. So here's what I want to, I want to go back. You, you, you're in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked a little bit about your high school experience. Mm -hmm. It sounds as if, I, and, and I'm not, I don't want to speak before you, you know, for you rather. But did you feel challenged in high school? Um, I know you talked about pre-K, you were waiting around, waiting around. Did you feel like, when did you feel in your educational career that you were challenged? I still need to take the CPA. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was not challenged in high school academically, but I was challenged by, I would say some adults. That's what okay. I had issues with but as far as the curriculum no just wasn't it wasn't a, it was it was oh. easy and it's crazy because i remember i had um biology honors biology and it was the first year they introduced the bio test uh -huh. and you know me i'm like we gotta take another test da -da -da -da, whatever yeah, they're yeah. like you have you got advanced proficient i'm like i didn't even try to do i didn't try so that's the thing. I didn't have to try too much to understand the curriculum. You, yo, you had perfect scores. 
Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm gonna say it because you may not, it may not come up, but I'm okay. <laughs> yo, I'm I'm saying it. You yeah. have perfect scores mm -hmm. on standardized assessments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, so all right, you leave Long Bridge High School, right? Um well let's talk about socially. What what was what was high school like for you socially? Like friends, you know, like what was that experience like for you? So my sister, I would say, is the social one. I was actually very a loner in high school. You might have seen me with maybe one or two people, but mm -hmm. I, I, I rolled by myself. And I've had friends, but I was, I'm not that clicky person. So, you know, yeah. I, I was very social and always, um, you know, involved with the, my friends and stuff. But that environment, nev I never resonated with it. Like being okay. in a group of people, being around, too, I, that was never me. So I was definitely more so, I would say, call myself a loner in high school. Okay. All right. So you, you leave high school. And one thing that I do know, mm -hmm. and it's funny because I remember these relationships more than your peer-to-peer -peer relationships. Mm -hmm. You did have great relationships with adults in high school. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you had great relationships with teachers Mm -hmm. uh, with with educate, ed, educators who worked in the school district, um, speak on that. Like, what what? Why was that important for you and you coming up? Um, it was important for me because, as I said, my mind was more advanced than my peers growing up. So I needed mm -hmm. that connection. I needed to nurture that um that part of my brain like i can't okay. just wait until everyone catches up like i need someone to talk to i need someone to actually understood and thankfully i had teachers like struble miss massey mm. um morrison wow. they, they seen me you know what i mean they see me so they know what i needed like massey and i one of my favorite teachers of the board like i'll walk into the classroom we were so connected that she's like you need to get out of my classroom. Like, I'm not feeling this. And I'll come back and she's like, oh, okay. You know, so, and the funny thing with Miss Massey is this was senior year and we were all joking, like, we're not going to do our work. So she failed us. And it was just funny. <laughs> <laughs> the last semester she failed us and we were all laughing about it because I had like a four, over a 4.0. So it was, it was like, it was whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, those names you just mentioned, you said Struble. Wow, I remember like that's just bringing about flashbacks to me. Morrison, obviously, then you met Massey. Like those are like and those a, some a math teacher. I'm I'm so sorry I forgot her name, but she definitely she was definitely very significant in my career. Was it earlier in high school? or Was it later in high school? Later, I want to say eleventh grade math teacher. It wasn't Ms. Youssef, was it? Yes, yes, Youssef. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Because, yeah, Youssef is one of those teachers, you know, and shout out to her. Um, brilliant, brilliant math teacher uh, who students usually don't come to appreciate until they're maybe juniors or seniors. Mm -hmm. uh, but she was the real, yeah, she was definitely, definitely the real deal. Um, I, I had, who's that? <laughs> Miss Carpenter. Yes, yes, yes. She's another one like that that has put in so much time. Yo, Miss Carpenter was we taught together. So shout out, definitely shout out to uh, to her. You know, and and I'm happy that we had this time because it brings me back to a time in Long Branch. You know, where I was there, and it was just like yo, it was just this great place. And one of the things that we did in Long Branch, you know, when I was there at the high school, is that 
we provided students voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that that was we ain't shut things down. That that was one of the things that even from a leadership standpoint, you know, you go back, you you know, you you look Mr. Freeman, who was a principal at the time, you know, we we always had a door open for students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to listen to students, you know, and, and students like yourself, we learned a lot from in terms of what we can do to make schools better and to make schools work for you all. So that's why I wanted to spend some time, you know, just just talking about that and, and, and vibing about that. So you leave the high school and mm-hmm. what what are the next what are the next four to five years like? Like, you know, do you would you end up going off to school? What is it like? Talk to so, us about that. Um Actually, initially, I wanted to go to school in California. I thought I was going to UCLA. However, um, I know you guys are well aware of my SAT situation where my scores weren't released because they increased too much. So I missed. Talk about that, though, because everyone doesn't know about that. Okay. because (laughs) talk about that if you don't Um, mind. Okay, so in high school, it was mandatory for us to take these tests. And for some reason, when people tell me to do things, I just don't want to do them. So I'm just like, whatever, I didn't care. But when I realized I actually needed a good score to go to college, I'm like, okay, let me do this. So I want to say my score went from, I want to say 1,600 around. It was 1,600, 1,800 to like 2,100. And they were like, this is impossible. How did you do this? We're not releasing your scores. And what the funniest thing is my best friend was working there at this time. I'm like, please release my scores. I need to go to this school, but it just was never released. And I ended up going to Pace University in Manhattan. I remember that. And it's so wild, man, because two things. One, your motivation. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you didn't take it serious at first. And then when you realize, all right, this is attached to X, Y, Z, I -hmm. need to sit and I need to take it serious. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you, when that happened, Mm -hmm. was there, was there ever a part of you that was like, yo, I should have just took that serious from gate. Like I should have just, did that hit you or was it just like, it's whatever, I'm going to pace. Um, This is what time it is. I've always been someone who believed that I'm always where I need to be and everything happens the way it needs to. So it wasn't meant for those scores to get released. It wasn't meant for me to go to that school. I was meant to go to Pace and finish my career there. True. I like that answer. My mom, when when, um, I actually got denied from NYU due to the scores, and my mom said, you know what? You have five minutes to be mad. I took about 10, though. And the next day, I was cool. I'm like, all right, I'm. We're going to the city. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what. Yo, yo. It, once again, mom is like giving you those wiz, those those jewels of like, listen, you got five minutes, get over it. You took ten, it's whatever. <laughs> um, but that was like, I remember when I heard that, and by then I was out of the high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember hearing that, and it crushed, it crushed me. Because I knew, because I'm like, yo, just look at her record. Like, yo, this is what she does to these tests. Her resume lit. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, like, why are we having this conversation? Like, yo, this is, you know. So, hey. go ahead. Oh, sorry not to cut you off, but I can bring that forward to you. This is recently, um, 2020, during the pandemic. I was at a job and during the interview, um, the interviewer, she asked me, was my degree real? She asked me if I, my degree was real, and I looked at her like, I'll show you it's real. What? Yes. Yes. She asked me if my degree was real. 
That's and that's, yes, and that's why, you know, when I have a straight face or people think that I'm mean, it's not that. It's like I have to be focused because there are people like this who are attacking me from the outside. So it's not that I'm, it's not that I don't want to speak or I can't crack a smile, but I have to be focused. Yo, it's funny that you say that because Stop. that was one of the reasons why I was like, yo, man, I'm trying to like, I need the highest degree that I can get. I need to get because people aren't going to believe mm -hmm. and I need people to know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you said that, that resonates and even your level of seriousness, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's been times where I've been, I've been, it's been said like you don't smile. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because it's like, yo, it's nothing to smile about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yo, we, it's business. It's things that we need to accomplish. It's people who aren't being taken serious. Exactly. Um, so that, yo, that, that's, that's crazy to have that kind of experience where someone's questioning your credential. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I know who I am. So I, I ate that. Right. Mm. So I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'll show you that my degree is real. I went into that company. They had one, one staff member, I'm an accountant for those who don't know, they had one staff member. I trained myself and I updated their books. I was hand in hand with the C CEO, the CEO and the CFO. So it's like, is my degree real or not? Because I'm doing things that should have been done. I shouldn't come to a company and your books is two, three months, four months behind. And that's what I was doing. They're like, how did you, because my degree is real. That's how. <laughs> were in before the degree you was real like what you were the energy you was coming with but let's talk about, i want to stay here for a second because a lot of times we hide our light and we don't shine through because we're afraid you know we're going to make someone feel uncomfortable we're, we're afraid like oh man i want them to like me i don't want them to feel intimidated i go into a new job I don't want to, I don't want to become too brilliant because then they're going to be like, oh, she got to go. He got to go. Have you ever battled with that? With like, okay, should I tone down a little bit? Like, talk to us about that. I'm never toning down for anyone. Um, I, I love what I do. I love accounting and I love my work. Mm. So I'm going to go with my best skill. I mm. cannot do a disservice for myself for someone else to feel better because that's not fair to me. So I'm never turning down. I'm going to turn up every time. All right. Listen, every we, time. We, listen to, <laughs> to the heads out there who need to hear that every because time. it's real. And I'm not saying it's right, mm -hmm. but a lot of times we get into spaces, especially as folks who are not used to being in spaces of influence in space, having that seat at the table. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can be like, yo, I don't want to intimidate nobody here. Should I tone it down a little bit? And you know, like, but I like hearing your answer because I listen, I feel the same way. Like it's, <laughs> I'm taking no L's out here. Like I'm not taking L's, but there's some folks out there that are like, I want to keep this job. I don't want to piss anybody off. I don't want anyone to be upset with me. So I'm just going to play along with the company line. And you wasn't having it. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Because, you know, you know, one of my um, one of my coworkers, she told my sister, she was like, you know, your sister just lives like every day is a self-care day. And it is. 
It yeah. is, you uh-huh. know, self-love. Like people know yeah. me, I'm doing the most to nurture my spirit. So I have to, I have to do what I need to do. I can't worry mm-hmm. about what people want me to do. I can't be who you need me to be because how am I going to grow? Listen, that's the kind of energy we all need. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of waking up every morning. Mm-hmm. That's the energy that I need to feed myself, you know, and I need people out there to know that this is self work. Like you got to work on yourself. This is not magical. This is not oh. like, oh, right. It's, oh, no. it's real work. And I'm very honest in my house. I'm very vocal about like, I'll tell my mom, please don't talk to me today because my energy is just not great. Yeah. <laughs> my energy is not great. And I was like, what is wrong with you? I'm just like, I just need my space. But it's that awareness that I need to yeah. recharge. It's that awareness that, all right, maybe I'm a little imbalanced and I'm able to, you know, do my practices to re-up and then, you know, I'm back on the field. And, and that's, and we're going to talk, I want to talk a little bit about those practices, right? But because that's what I call, like, I got to get my mind right. You know, like, I got to get, even before this show, like, it's a certain playlist. There's music I want to listen to. There's a vibe I want, right? So I'm real interested in hearing how you get, like, your mind right. Like, what are some of the things, you know, and I was checking your Twitter this week. You were talking about fasting. Like, you were, like... Talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind, about some of the things that get you in the zone and get your mind right. So um, I do a lot. I'm very mindful of my energy and the way it's displayed in the world and the way it feels. Because when I go out into the world, although my face may look different, you're going to still feel warmth. I mm. could, everyone you probably speak to can say I felt the light when I was near Tierra. Mm. No. So for me, a spiritual practice of mine, I journal a lot. I journal a lot. I voice memo a lot. Um, I like to travel to just meditate my mind. I feel like when I'm in the air, it's like I'm being lifted. I'm being lifted. So when I'm on that plane, it just gives my time. It just gives my mind time to let go of all control and really just surrender to the moment. So I really just try to be present in my moment all the time. And, you know, I wake up in the morning, I blast some, you know, tunes. My mom hates it, but that's how I wake <laughs> up. Like, they're like, why do you have so much energy? I'm like, let's, let's, we gotta get it going. We have to go. <laughs> so, when you, cause you set the tone for the day. Now I'm gonna have a great day because I said I was gonna have a great day. I love, I love that, I love that. Like, you know, Cause folks need to know that, like, we need to know what people do to get their mind right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's important, you know, for us for us to share those stories of, like, you know, how do we, how do I get into this zone, you mm-hmm. know, um, to produce this greatness? Because that's what you're producing. And in order, that doesn't happen by, like, greatness doesn't happen by accident. No. Which is going is leading me now. You go to Pace. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing your thing as an accountant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you transition to like these multiple businesses? Like I'm, I'm checking you out and I'm like, which I'm gonna start dropping them here in the, in the, in the, uh, in the, in in the, uh, stream, but like the things that you're doing, like, let's start if you don't mind. Well, you could tell a story of like how you start thinking about these multiple streams of influence. Yeah. in multiple streams of income. Like, how does that come about? So 
Um, throughout my life, whether I wanted to admit it or not, I've always saw that I was an influence to others. People were always looking at me, watching me, and I didn't understand why, but when I understood why, I'm like, okay, there's something about you that they need to see. So that's why it's very important for me to walk out of the house with that good energy because I need to trans I need to transfer that. So um yeah. <laughs> so tell it all right. And, so oh, it's, oh sorry, the businesses. I'm sorry. Yes, I want to hear about because I feel like that transference of energy yeah. is it's it's coming through the different businesses yes. and the different ventures yes. that you're on, right? Yeah. So talk to us about like how those things came about. So, you know, we all know energy can't be um created or destroyed, only transformed. True. So when I'm designing Earth this ghetto, I'm very frustrated with the world because we inhabit such a beautiful place. You know, we have the trees, we have our family, we have this loving entity, but there is so much savagery on this mm. planet. And it's like, that's why I said Earth is ghetto. But if you see my logo, you have the crown. The world is mine. It's going to be very, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> world is mine, so it's ghetto. However, I'm still going to give you that earthly love and energy. And that's how it came about. And I didn't even have a plan. I woke up one day. I was on an app. I'm like, can you design this for me? And I got it done. I didn't even tell anyone in my house what I was doing. I came downstairs one day like, I'm about to drop a clothing line. Can y'all repost? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, what? What, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I have to get this done. I need to package. I need to do this. So, wow. and that's how, that's how wow. I move in life. I don't make decisions with anybody at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, and you're not I, waiting for any type of oh, approval. No, no, I'm. When I say I'm focused, I'm so focused. So when I, this plan that I have, this has been in the works for years. Yeah. You know, I have one goal, and you know, I'm inching to that even closer. And when it comes to my financial services. I'm a great accountant and I realized I was a great accountant when I was into these work environments and they're giving me this work and it was senior level. I'm fresh out of high school and I got a job as an accountant manager, fresh out of high school. Wow. wow. I, I'm sorry. Fresh out of college, fresh out of college. I had a job as an accountant manager and that was and my, that shouldn't happen. one of my first accounting jobs. <laughs> one of my first. <laughs> one of my so, first. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what did you, so what realization did you come to at that point? At that point, I came to that I create my reality. <laughs> I create my reality. Anything that I think is going to manifest, I just have to provide myself with the opportunity to do so. And I'm like, all right. Yo, I, and I love fashion, too. And I think that this is a way to show the more edgier side of me, because if mm -hmm. you see me, I like have on like a dress and heels i'm very like very classy very fancy but this is like all right i can be a princess but i still i i hear y'all i see y'all i'm with y'all so wow. it's like all right stay ghetto do it do what we need to just, do just the like, stay ghetto <laughs> i love i love i love i love <laughs> and what i love in one part that i love about that is that when you grew up like you grew up in the hood. You when we grew, we the way we grew up. And I'm it was sorry, like, I don't even want to cut you off, but people do not believe that I grew up in the hood. <laughs> that in, <laughs> but yo, and that that's what I wanted to get to though, because they, you know, why not? Well, 
All right. So we never lived in the hood. However, my grandmother, you know, my relative, my, my father, he's from the hood. So it's like we understood the hood. However, we were removed from that environment. So I'm, I'm happy we brought this up because I had issues growing up because people would tell me, you're not hood enough. You know, you're not black enough. And I'm like, all right, now what's, what's really going on in the world? Because when I go left, I'm not black enough. But when I go right, I'm too black. So I found myself in these indecisive, yeah. you know, it's like, where, where do I go? So that's why when I say I create my own reality is because I don't fit into these spaces. I have to create my own space. That's that's genius. And that's why I wanted to go there. Because so much, so many of us struggle with what you just said. It's mm -hmm. like, am I hood enough, or am I black enough, or you know, what I'm saying like that. Those are real struggles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? That real talk. Like those are the struggles that we have. But then at the same, at the in the same token, what I love and I love about the logo, and you just you you brilliantly explained it, is like, all right, it's it's Earth is ghetto, mm -hmm. but at the same time. There's all of this love language mm -hmm. that resides there and that mm -hmm. lives there. Mm -hmm. And there's so much nurturement that mm -hmm. lives there. And there's so much support that lives there. So it's like this love relationship, this sometimes love hate relationship that yes. we can have, right? Yo, yes. and, and, and shout out to to, to Miss Crystal uh who, who just you know dropped dropped in um who was one What's of up, me growing up. Yeah, me yeah. growing up, you know, one of those elders who who always kept an eye out on us. So talk if you could talk a little bit about that where and people from the outside, they don't always understand that. Like they don't under they don't they just see it, they can see it as all bad. Mm -hmm. Or they can see it as all fad, like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm hood, I'm ghetto. But yes. they don't see those intricacies that you just explained. Like, can you just talk a little bit about how that, you know, just just that, like, yo, what that what that feels like to be, you know, in those worlds um, of seeing the beauty, mm -hmm. you know, the beauty in a struggle of, mm -hmm. of living in these certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, it feels very magical to see beauty through chaos to see beauty through um the struggle to see the light through the dark it's a very magical and transformative experience for me because now that i know what can i do yes. if i can see in the dark what can i do yes. and that's how i move forward and i'm not afraid of the dark like i said i can look myself in the mirror i'm not as scared of my demons they probably scared of me at this point. And, <laughs> like, if we're being honest, because that's just how I have to live my life. I have to live in love because that's my that's my vibration. That's my spirit. That's my energy. So if I'm not loving, I'm not me. And if I'm not me, I can't serve the world the way I need to. Yo, that's serious, serious stuff. Um, you talk. You you've been saying a lot. Like I'm I'm like I'm blown away. Was coming. I told Yo, you. you I you, told you. You ready? You know you did. You told me you were fasting. Like listen, I'm seeing it now. Uh, I'm 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 a witness. I'm a witness. Like, but all right. Here's what I want. Here's here's if you can break this down. Okay. What's it? What's like a day in the life of you? Like. 
Like, tell us a little bit about because, you know, and that sound I know that that may sound like uh, to some people that may sound a silly question. But I always when when I'm listening to people who I think are very inspirational genius, I'm like, yo, I want to know about what they do, what their day is like. Mm-hmm. If you can share a little bit about what your day is like, you know, I think that that can help, especially young folks and some of us adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can help us understand the kind of process and what you go through. Um, uh, a typical day, a regular day for me is I usually try to start my routine. I wake up, I blast my music in the morning. But the first thing I do is I, if if it's the summertime, I want to do my summer playlist because this is summer is my me, my me, me. So um, I'm riding on the beach. I'm listening to a playlist. I'm setting the tone. I'm setting my energy for the day and I'm super focused. And after that, I come back home and I tackle whatever needs to be done that day. Um, yeah. I try to get done. I try to get my day done very fast. I mean, not very fast, but I like to enjoy my day. So I'm not spending an entire day working. My mornings are typically spent working, but I like to cater to my spirit. I like to journal. I like to, you know, relax. So usually from when I'm balanced, I'm waking up 6, 7 a.m. I'm going to the beach. I'm coming back. I'm, I'm journaling. I'm writing. Um, moving closer to my goals, if that helps. I need, you know, and I know to you because you just live in it. Yeah, I'm like, but, I don't know. I like, <laughs> like, Yo, why is it? But, oh, no, I don't know how to answer that. But, no, but you did answer it because you talked about, A, you talked about when I'm balanced. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we have a problem with admitting imperfection. Like we have this, like sometimes we want to create this this aura of like we're always in balance. You know what I'm saying? So I like that how you even started off. Like, well, when I'm in balance, these are the things that I do. I I I'm very vocal about the space I am. I may not go into detail. However, mm-hmm. you will be well aware. Like I tell my my sister, she does like sometimes she'll be like, What what are you talking about? I'm like, take care of it. I am going through something. I will get through it. I will be back. And she'll be like, all right, whatever. And then she'll see like, okay, I knew what you was talking about. But I, like I said, I give myself those moments to get back in balance. And and that's what I like. And you talked about things that you do because mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, that I'm working with, whether it, you know, it, like I talked about the book club I have, I'm trying to, trying to start working, working with more young men is routines, how to recognize when you are in balance, when you're not in balance, what you can do to refocus yourself. Because that's, let's face it, what life is all about is yeah. about having a plan, that plan yeah. being disrupted, yes, and then having to refocus mm-hmm. and then begin anew. Like, a, when you, if you want to break down life, like, that's it, right? Yeah. So yeah. what I like to, to, to kind of give folks it's like, okay, you know, when you get lost in GPS and it's like, all right, we got to recalculate, you know, mm-hmm. we got to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. How do we get to those moments of recalibration and recalculation? Because you talked about even the SAT thing that mm-hmm. took like you had to recalibrate and recalculate at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I like hearing these stories of like, what do you do to do that, to, to overcome an obstacle like that? What is it that, you know, that you do? I think the first thing you have to do is accept it. 
You know, you have to accept what's in front of you. And when you do that, you're able to move accordingly. Like I don't spend too much time dwelling on the problem. I'm, I'm more solution oriented. So I focus on what I can control. If it's out of my control, then I have to surrender. But if I can control it, then I have nothing to worry about. And I, I'm not the type of person. I don't like worry. Worry is I, that energy. I can't. My spirit don't like it. So yes. I try not to worry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, you know, listen, those are things because those are things like, okay, if I ever had a chance to interview Kanye West, if I, you know, if I had to, inter- like, I would want to know, like, yo, what's your day like? Like, like sometimes we don't ask those questions. So like, well, what do yeah. you do on a typical day? You know, um, I, and, and, I really couldn't answer because my days are never the same. Like never. Even if I plan it out, my day never really goes like I don't know. That's why I'm just, like I said, I try to stay present in the moment to adapt to what's in front of me. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm inspired. Like I'm truly, you know, I don't want to use the term proud. I rather use the word inspired, like the work that you're doing, um, what you're doing. When I got my hoodie, you know, I left it on my bed for a couple of days. I left it on my, my uh, nightstand for a couple of days in the, cause I'm like, yo, the packaging, like I'm just I'm just like yo I'm gonna leave it in I didn't take it out of the packaging today, right so because I'm like yo the packaging it's just like this this beautiful packaging um, and then I open it today mm-hmm. and I dig into it and it's like it's a card with my name on it and I'm like hold up like I'm feeling like this whole experience and I haven't even put the hoodie on you know what I'm saying like talk to us about that like. What was that a whole vision that you had, like this experience with the hoodie or with your clothing line, period? Um, I just felt like I don't know, something in me, like when when I tell you when I'm focused, when I'm in in the zone, my mind is just laser. So for me, it's like, all right, I can't just how can I stand out? So that's why if you, my hoodie, it's a black bag. It's very rare that stuff are coming in black bag <laughs> with, with white writing on it. And yeah, personal messages, it just, for me, I'm a very intimate person. So it just shows me, it just shows my customers, like, I actually care about mm. your, your service and your business. Thank you for shopping with me. Like, I'm going to take time out my day to actually hand write this note because I care about you. Like, for me... If anyone who knows me is like, I don't care about money. It's not for the money. It's just to earth is ghetto. Like, let's just stay ghetto together, you know? Just let's be unified. Like, you know? So that's for me what it was. I wanted some people to, when they got the earth is ghetto, to be like, nah, this really is ghetto, but it's still beautiful, like with the beautiful package. Yo, I was feeling special because I was like, (laughs) hold on. Because for a minute, and, and let's be honest, this is what this is what leadership is about. Um, this is what love is about, right? Is about making someone feel yes. like they are the only person there. That's the only person that exists right now. Yes. When I opened this package and I didn't open it until tonight to put this hoodie on, <laughs> you right? got it like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I got it a month ago. I kept it. I was like, yo, I just, because I wanted it to be this special occasion. This was your night. This was the episode, the Earth is Ghetto episode, right? So I'm yeah. like, yo, I opened it up. 
then I see this this envelope, and I'm like, I don't now I don't even want to open the envelope. I'm like, yo, and then I open it, and it's like it, it's not just like a regular you know postcard. It's Dr. Rawls, which is handwritten, handwritten on it, right in green, okay marker, and green at that point. Yes. See, like it's all like I'm like, yo, green is abundance. I'm feeling like, yo, I'm I'm on top of the world. In my in the back of my head, my ego is like, you're the only one she did that for. (laughs) (laughs) No, that abundance. But I did feel, yo, real talk. I felt on top of the world when I opened this hoodie, and I saw that envelope, and I saw my name on it in green. I said, yo, it's all about me. When I and, put this hoodie on, it's magic. And that's what I want people to feel because you see the logo, it's like the crown. And, you know, yes. I think it's just everything comes for a circle. My name is Tiara. That is the simulation of the crown. Yes. So it's Ooh. like <laughs> the world is mine. You cannot tell me it's not. This world is my turf. So I'm able to explore as freely as I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I said it's ghetto, but it's beautiful because I'm going to be the beauty in this ghettoness. That's what's up. Yo, Tierra, you just blessed us. Like, I'm, first of all, I got to get everybody. My daughter was already asking for one. Um, the other hoodie. <laughs> yeah, she went the, I don't know if she went the pink one. She had to look because she was like, what colors are they? And I was like, well, it's this this orange, but I love. I, that stuck out to me. I said, this is black. That's the one I saw Easy e rocking. I was yeah. like, yo, like that one was hot. And then I seen you just drop, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, a new color. Yes. And, you know, that one. But I didn't even know about that. I, didn't, I don't remember seeing a pink, but she's probably going with the pink. Yeah. Um, so yo, those yo, y'all checking it out. Check out Earth is Ghetto. Is. Um, get these get these hoodies. Uh I want to get a scully next. I didn't even get a scully. I gotta get a scully uh to go with it. Yo, this has been this has been so so inspirational. Um, and, and that's really that's real talk. Um, real, 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 real talk. I want to talk about, but I, I and I don't want to end before we talk about this. Mm-hmm. I started the show talking about you were going. Um, well, first of all, I thought Taikira was, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the organizer with the uh, the Juneteenth, mm-hmm. and you know, we're going back now, you know, to probably what maybe June. I think when the march was the march in June. Yes, uh, yes, it was on Juneteenth. Yes, it was actually on Juneteenth. Yes. Talk to us. If you don't mind, talk to us about the Juneteenth Coalition mm-hmm. um, and how that came about, mm-hmm. and then also how it's going to move forward. So, as I mentioned before, I'm a very solution oriented person. And prior, the night prior of the protest, um, I was very, I don't know, I was anxious, I was feeling weird. And I didn't know I was going. I didn't know I was going to the protest actually mm-hmm. until I was on my way there. And when I got there, there was just something inside of me that said, I want to get out. So that's when I just walked to the front of that, of the line. And I'm like, I'm just screaming at that point. And I don't even know if people realize, but towards the end of the protest, I actually got really sick. Like I had to like wow. turn off the block. Like I, like I almost passed wow. Because whatever was inside of me, it got out. And my ancestors were definitely proud. Wow. And so just moving forward from there, it's like, yes, we marched, but what are we going to do? 
And after that, I held a meeting with a couple, I put it on social media. I'm like, listen, I'll be here. Let's, let's have a dialogue because the system that we're preaching about, it's my favorite thing. I, I, y'all want to fight this system. I'm the perfect person to fight it with. And you see me on the front line. So when I held my meeting, I was just seeing like what everyone was about. And I'm like, y'all don't think freedom really exists. Y'all don't think that we can actually actually love and be free and be unbothered and live these and live the life that we need to. So when I was thinking of the Juneteenth walk, I'm just want everyone to know, like, we're not free until we all are free. And I have my degrees. I, I have the financial freedom that I need. And I have all these things, but until my peers are free, until my friends and my family are able to experience the things I'm able to experience, it doesn't mm. matter to me. Wow. It doesn't matter to me at all. Like I don't, I, the career, the money, none of that. If I can't love, if I, if we, I can't be in a loving environment with my people, it doesn't matter to me. So that's why we're going we gonna to march for our freedom. I'm going to show you like this is possible. Mm. We don't have to fight forever. Our ancestors did that. Now it's time to walk. We're free. And that was a celebration of that. Yeah. Yo, that's that's heavy. You know, I love that. And that, you know, that's the whole spirit of Harriet Tubman is like, yo, until all of us is free, none of us are free. You know, um, because sometimes when we accomplish certain things in life, we can get this false notion of mm -hmm. I made it, mm -hmm. quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And we can run with that. I was mm -hmm. like, yo, I made it. Mm -hmm. And we can start looking down on those who haven't received or accomplished these false notions of success. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love most about what you just said is that like, yo, if, if everybody ain't free, none of us are free. Cause how can I enjoy, how can I enjoy it? You know, how can I, how can I sit at the table <laughs> stuffed and you know, I'm full Word. and Word. someone's starving. Word. That doesn't make sense. And that's why my purpose in the world, I have to, like you said, I have to move it forward. I have to give you guys what I have and vice yes. versa. Yes, I, I love that. And that's something that resonates with me. And we never talked about this, but that's how I live my life. It's like, yo, I'm always thinking about, all right, the least amongst us, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about, all right, if I got this, how do I create situations where I can teach others how to get whatever it is? Mm -hmm. um, and not to say, not saying that success, because I hate to even use the term success, um, but there's certain standards, so to speak, of success. success? Um, yeah. Go talk about that. Success to me is, success to me is being able to wake up after a bad day. Success to me is able to go to work after I felt disrespected. Success to me is battling those demons. Success to me is being able to say what I'm about and actually be that. So I don't find success in material items. I find success in how those material items reflect back to my mind because you know, these these items, they don't have feelings. They can't make me feel anything. It's all about the energy you put out into the world. So for me, success is a peaceful mind. That's it. If my mind is at peace, I'm successful. I can be in the dirtiest of the dirt. I can be no clothes, no nothing. Like, But I have me and I have love and that's all I will ever need. 
anything uh -huh. else is a bonus. That's why I chill in life rather than <laughs> I'm chill. Yo, that's a blessing. That's like, thank you. Um, thank you. Because like just growing up and we didn't see a lot of materialistic success. Like mm -hmm. I know I did anyway. I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. But there are, you know, and I shouted out, you know, um, people like Miss uh, Miss Rogers, Crystal Rogers, um, people, my mom, my grandma, mm -hmm. um, those people really inspired me. And they didn't have degrees. They didn't have fancy jobs. They didn't have any of those things. But there were day-to-day -day things that they did, whether it was making sure we ate, <laughs> making sure the lights were on, making sure we got the practice that we need to get to. Those are the things that that saved our lives. And those are the things that that we we found like, yo, that's what we value. Yeah. So for you to, you just broke that down, Karen. Shout out to Karen. Um, Karen. You just broke that down, yo, eloquently. Like that's, that's real. Is, it's like, you know, when we speak about, you know, being, being in a situation where life is bigger than us and knowing that there's a, a, a higher power, the higher power does not care about the letters after my name. They don't care if I'm a CPA, if I'm a doctor, if I have an LLC. How did you treat my child? You know, like if God came to talk to me, he's going to say, well, how did you treat my how did you treat my children? I created you in love. Are you a loving person? So that's why I make sure like when I go, that's the question in my head every day. Are you a loving person? And that's how I live my life on that love vibration. I I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Tiff just said, you know, peace of mind is everything. And those are the things that give us peace of mind. Like that's it. Right. That like, those are the things. If it's like, all right, if you can look in the mirror and mm -hmm. feel good about being that person, then you straight like mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you're straight. So I, I love, I love that. I love that. And that, Yo, that's what even this show mm -hmm. is about that, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's about that. Shout out to Tara, uh, who's, who's been on watching the show tonight, um, because my thing is like, it's like, how do we show that love and get that love reflected in, in, into the community? Absolutely. One thing that I want to ask, and I'd love to ask the guests, mm -hmm. is that if if you could go back mm -hmm. <laughs> and give advice to your high school self, what advice would that be and why? I would tell myself, stay 10 toes down. It's not on you, it's in you and they can never take it from you. Wow. And I say that because, you know, we go through trials and tribulations through high school and, you know, after, after high school and moving forward, but Sometimes we, we fall out of line, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we start to second guess ourselves, And sometimes, you know, when we are attacked, it's like, dang, why they, why they attack me? Like, I, I got to yeah. argue with another teacher today. I don't feel yeah. like. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like just reminding myself that no matter what people think about me, I was created from love. And that's all that matters. And stay grounded, stay in love, stay protected. That's it. I love it. Stay focused. I, I was. I would tell myself probably be a little bit more focused as well. But like I said, I was very bored, so it was hard for me to be focused in mm -hmm. school. Yo, you 
you blessed us, which I'm not surprised. You know, we listen. We got the fasted tiara. Like y'all, y'all, yo, y'all was blessed tonight. Like <laughs> going to dinner after. This. I have to go to dinner. How long you been fasting? How long you been fasting? I'm when, on how many day four days you right now. Day four. Wow. Yeah. Yo, we blessed. And I'm not we, even hungry, which is funny. <laughs> yo, because you know what's feeding you. You love. know what I'm saying? That's yes. it. I, I, yes. And that's the thing. I really run on love. And I know one of the things we spoke about spirituality, like I don't eat, I don't eat meat. I don't eat mm-hmm. any dead flesh because I don't want any of that in my body. Any death. That's why fruits and that I need light energy. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Wow. I, I feel I feel so much more enlightened after this conversation. And I mean that with all sincerity. Um, real talk. And I stopped using the word proud when it comes to young people that I've had the opportunity to work with in their mm-hmm. earlier years. Mm-hmm. I use the word inspired because that's how I feel. And educators out there just know that you have young people in your worlds who are on another level. And let your ego go, okay? Mm. <laughs> Release that ego. Sometimes and... you need your ego to remind them who they... Talk talk about that. Like, for instance, just going into these... Like I said, I'm always the youngest person in the room. Mm-hmm. However, I'm always the most qualified. So okay. I would have to go into environments where um, I, was at a, I was at a job. And this is not to take away from anyone's job functions or okay. to diminish anything. But she asked me to file for her. And I just looked at her like, you want me to do what? Mm-hmm. And the 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 manner and the tone that she asked me to do that, it was of disrespect. Like, wow. you're not supposed to come in here with That's a degree. Crazy. You're not going to be a young black girl and work for this company. You're going to start. I'm not... I hate to say, but I'm not filing. <laughs> I'm not filing. I'm so sorry. I, like, I, I'm so sorry if I offend. I'm not filing. It's just not going to happen. And I didn't go to school for that. You know what I mean? I spent so many years in school and I'm trying to build my skill and you're trying to disrespect my intelligence. And I cannot have that. And I think that that's important. And we talked a lot. We talked. I've mentioned earlier about sometimes we I hate to use the word dumb ourselves down, but we dumb ourselves down and we placate to make other people feel comfortable. Never me. Yes. Never me. And, and, and we all listen. Yo, but real talk it's people out there with advanced degrees mm-hmm. that are doing that. Mm-hmm. Like we need this. Me- that message you just gave is a mm. message that we need. And forget about degrees, right. even if it's experience, even if it's know-how. Like there's levels of like, yo, I, I know what I'm doing, and and I think that there's there's a space for us to talk about that. And I'm glad that you. I'm I'm really happy that you mentioned that. You have to really. I'm a person who I know what I want, and when you do not align with that. You are, it's a disservice with myself. If I'm telling myself I need this, I need that to move forward, to fall out of line of that is not fair for someone else. For someone, I'm gonna disservice myself to, for someone else to feel better. I I can't do that. So when I'm in these environments, I just always have to know who I am and what I want. And just to give you an example of how this looks like, I remembered 
um, I was working with an agency and they offered a they offered me a salary. And I said, why would you why would you I, I, I said, why would you even email me this when I told you my minimum? And you know what she responded back? She said, I figured I just thought I would ask. Because then if you took it. But you well, knew. And yeah. that's why I'm I don't I do not compromise myself for anyone. I know my worth and anything you offer. First of all, anything a job offer me is not enough. Any, if it, so you're, you're going in, you going in I, off of that, right? From the tip. Are, exactly. It's not enough because I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of. I'm, I'm a very great, uh, I have great yeah. skill and I love my work. And I think that you don't really get too many people who actually love what they do. I love accounting. Like I love my little Excel sheets. I'm like these formulas. <laughs> like I love it. I'm such a geek when it comes to yeah. it. So it's like, I'm never, and that's the thing. It's like I'm never going into a space to take anyone's spot. If I'm applying for a job, I just love accounting. That's it. Yeah, I'm never going good. anywhere to outshine. If I have a light, we can shine together. True. It's that's enough. It. It's enough space it's, for all of us. We enough. all going to eat. Yes. Everybody eats. No, <laughs> that, I'm glad that you listen. And again, this is an example. You know, I start downplaying ego and then you bring up like, no, but there's a sp there's a space for ego, too, <laughs> because like, yo, you're right. You're you are 100 percent right. And my wife is good at that. I'm not always good at that. Um, but knowing your space mm -hmm. and knowing your worth is really important. That, yes. That's important. And I think that, you know, we kind of work with like a double conscious. It's like we work with who we are and who we who the world created us to be. You know, like I'm not defensive, but I may have to put up an armor in this moment. So I feel like once you really know how to discern between. All right. When is my ego speak? When is when is it time for my ego to speak? And when is it time for my soul to speak? And over time, I just learned to listen to the best voice in that moment. Yeah, I, I love that. I, that's that's really, really good advice. I learned a lot um, because that's something I need to I need to get better at is knowing worth and, and not diminishing, you know, because we you know, we talked about taking shorts and taking L's or whatever. But sometimes we we even do we do that to ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. in, in those professional spaces. So I like that when you said, yo, when I come in, I already know whatever they're going to offer is not a like that's <laughs> love that. Because when you think about I love that if you think about the economic gap between, mm -hmm. you know, the 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 white America and the black mm -hmm. community, it's too large. And yeah. it's like black people do not have a problem with making money. We have a problem with saving money. So that's mm -hmm. what really motivated me, motivated me to launch the financial services. Cause I'm like, listen, we need longevity. <laughs> we need to understand our money. We need to be able to talk at every conversation. I was True. talking to my sister about, um, the, the um the politics you know the left and the right and i told her uh -huh. she was like um i don't really like sometimes i don't really understand like the republicans and i told mm -hmm. her i'm like when you have that business mind frame and you say free you're going to trigger people because another thing that we fail to realize is that while there are wealthy people who have taken from us 
there are some wealthy people who actually work themselves up as well. So it's like you have to really, mm. you, you have to really know what you're saying and who you're targeting. Mm -hmm. Because, for instance, um, Joe Joe Smith is a he's a Republican, but Joe Smith still gives back to the community. So it's mm -hmm. about being able to really understand both sides, the left brain and the right brain, and how yes. it comes down to. Yes. And if we even look at the symbolism in America of um, our state. I mean, our country. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, history teacher. <laughs> our, our country, it's an eagle. You need both wings to fly. We can't pick a side. We need mm -hmm. to understand both. I can't pick a party. I need both. I need mm. someone who is mm. financially knowledgeable and I need someone who's empathetic. And that's mm. me. So it's like, if we're going to fly, I'm going to take off with y'all. I'm going to make sure the ship is sailing because I have to. I understand I both sides. <laughs> and and I think that we can, especially in this politicized, you mm -hmm. know, um, climate that we're in, it's easy to throw out, as they say, the baby with the bathwater and throw it all out. Yeah. Um, but there are some values that we need to take account on on both sides mm -hmm. um, and see things for what they are and take the time. Like, that's what you got into, taking the yeah. time. <laughs> to mm -hmm. understand the arguments mm -hmm. um, that can be at some points, um, mm -hmm. you know, on different sides of the aisle as they speak. And, and you know, and, and, and the brother, the brother Ray uh, Akram just said, you know, it's, but that is it. That's bipartisanship. That, mm -hmm. That's it. You know, and that's a that's a struggle for many of us, though. Like, mm -hmm. that's real talk. That That's a struggle. Uh, shout out to Ray in the, in the eight black hands. Um, yo here you like we you definitely need another episode i'm gonna say that um <laughs> word 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 you need another episode like i just can't believe there was a time when i can't believe it and i'm gonna say this again and i hate to keep saying it but yo i was i was a principal in a high school you were a student mm -hmm. and this brilliance was there mm -hmm. and um sometimes i think we look we sometimes look beyond and looking for, for something different. And it's like right in front of our faces, you know, and it was you and there were other folks there too, uh, mm -hmm. other students there who just had this, this genius brain and this ability, you know, to navigate socially, academically and what have you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that educated educators out there understand that this is not a threat. These are the things that we need to embrace in our young people um, and bring it to the forefront. So, Yo, shout out to you um, and shout out to the community and the village mm -hmm. um, that played a part, you know, in supporting you um, because, and they were here tonight. There were a lot of them that were here tonight. Um, not all of them, but there were a lot that were here tonight. In the chat. My mom wants everyone to know she's here. She just doesn't know how to work Facebook. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I'm going to say. All right? I'm going to put this out there, right? And I don't, know if, I don't know if Karen Strong is still out there, right? But some of my heroes in terms of parents, these parents out here, right? The Karen Strongs of the world, TTs of the world, okay? The Erica's of the world, all right? Um, and I can go on and on. We need a show. Because when I tell you a lot of those parents laid it down mm -hmm. and advocated for their children, 
mm-hmm. supported their children while mm-hmm. also supporting, you mm-hmm. know, in some cases, the school. And when the school needed to be called out, they called the school out. Mm-hmm. Yo, they need a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna be, I know you saying mom ain't got faith, she gonna have to get on something because <laughs> she need like yeah. like <laughs> we need her on somehow. I'm gonna I'm gonna get something together. I'm so we happy get, yeah. you just bring that awareness to them because I always look at you know, we got lucky in here. My mom, you mentioned True. my aunt Erica in here, and they are just some of the most powerful one that I've mm-hmm. ever met. Yes. And the way that they just maneuver, like sometimes I look at my mom, I'm like, how, how, how you raised four kids? Like, how, yeah. how did you, How'd do, you do it? <laughs> how did you do it? I'm like, I, yeah. I can't, yeah. I would never be able to like emulate that strength because mm-hmm. I'm four. Yeah. And you had me, yeah. like, I was just and, and not just, but, but did not only just like, I just had y'all, but like, yo, oh, no, I made you like, great. Everything happened. Yeah. I, I, I told my mom every day, I'm like, how does it feel to know that you birth pure magnificence? Like, yeah. how, how do you yeah. feel? <laughs> yeah. That's, yo, that's the whole wave. And that's why I'm like, we got to make that happen. And I, it, you, you mentioned Lucky. It's funny because I started a book club. And as soon as I started it, Lucky was in my inbox like, yo, we're going to get this person. We're going to get that person. We gonna... Because that is, but it's like, that's what we kind of came up with. It was like, everybody felt they had to get behind something Mm -hmm. to make it happen and to make Mm -hmm. it live. You know? So when you say that, it's like, yo, that's the spirit. When you talk about earth is ghetto, that's the spirit that, that we come from of like, all right, how are we going to make this float? Like we're going to make like, this person's not going to fail. And that's the energy, you know, that, that I just feel good about. And, you know, um, and that you, you know, you definitely exhibit. Mm-hmm. And then the folks who whose shoulders you're standing on exhibit. Mm-hmm. So I know that's, that that's, that's, army behind me. Yes. Oh, and then wow. listen, yeah. Oh, and that's what she just put. And we standing on the shoulders. I just said that, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> like we standing on the shoulders, yo. We're real. Oh my God, we got the Nickens in. Yo, I'm about to have a whole <laughs> Grant Court reunion. Hold on. Pat, <laughs> Miss Cat is in here. Well, like, yo, shout out. Oh, oh my God. Yo, yo. And 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 I don't even feel comfortable saying cat Nickens, but <laughs> yo, I can't say sister Nickens because that was the other one. But like, yo, cat, you they used to load us up. We were at Bible school revivals. It was all about teaching us, it was all about developing youth. And you know, like going back to those days, that's what it was about. Brother Nickens, like. You know, these are some of the mentors that brought us up as young people. And, and the things that I'm trying to do is only trying to emulate and do the same things that they did in our community. Absolutely. And, yo, when, so if somebody asks me what inspires me, it is the brother Nickens of the world. It is the sister Nickens of the world. It is the cats. You know, it, you know, it, it's like the, the Miss Lills, the, you know, uh, Miss Oni. Like, those are the people that... When we came up, Miss George, like, and I'm saying names now, Tierra's like, who? Like, you may even, like, but real talk, those are the ones, you know, and Tara, you you know what time it is. Lucky, you know what time it is. Those are the ones. So, you know I'm what, just happy. And it's so important that we speak on those who inspire us and guide us and ultimately lead us to greatness because I feel like there is so much pressure to 
overachieve in the black community. Like I have to be like a Malcolm X to get the respect. You know, we have to do these, you know, over accomplished <laughs> yes. things. Like I need to yes. be an Oprah to get, you know, but what I want to show my community and the world is like your heroes are very tangible. Yeah. They're right next to you. Yes. You don't have to yes. turn on your phone. You don't have to look on the screen. True. Look. I'm right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taikir is in the community. Jessie yes. is in the community. We have hometown heroes in our face. We don't gotta have to look outside anywhere. And that's why I always will come back to everything I need is always right here. Always. I, I love that. Um, and I like that we can end on that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's like those ordinary heroes. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be on TV because the folks that I just mentioned, you know, and, and I think obviously, you know, my own parents, my own grandparents, you know, um, those were the ones, and Tara just put in my grandma, Miss Pauline. Yes, you know, those are the ones that that we looked up to, you know. Um, and I, I agree. We sometimes we look too far into these stars and we're trying to find things that are right in front of this, it's right in our face, like it's right in front of us. So definitely, um, a shout out, you know, to you. And um, I appreciate, you know, you coming on to the show. Uh, you've definitely been a blessing. Like it, it's, it's, it's been, a, I want to get this, yo, I want to get this corrected though. So we got earth is, is it earth is ghetto? Did I do, did I do it it's wrong? Earthisghetto.co. Someone okay. took that. Off. I'm very upset about Okay. Let me, let me put that. Oh, somebody took it. Yeah. Like it's some weird page. I'm like, really? It's not even being utilized. So it's earthisghetto.co. Yes. Okay. So there we go. So it's earthisghetto.co. Right. And until the eighth, I actually have buy one hoodie, get a beanie for free. So and on the eighth, guys. Yeah. I got on the eighth of February. All right. Yeah. I'm on that. I'm on that because I want to. I want a beanie, definitely. And I know my daughter uh, Layla wants a hoodie, so we definitely gonna get on on that. We gonna we gonna have to find a way. We may have to get two because she's gonna yeah. want the beanie too. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, shout out to you, Dara. You 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 blessed us tonight. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So to the Purpose and Practice family, it's been another great night. Um, we, we're we only two episodes deep this season, and we already started with like straight, straight fire. Um, check out Earth is Ghetto. Yo, get the clothing. Uh, you also can get some financial services. Uh, and I'm going to drop them all in the show yeah. notes. So you have season, I'm out yo, here, guys. <laughs> tax season. Yo, is it so for tax season? What they they're going to hit the imperial? Is this what they're going to hit right here? Yeah, they'll the hit financial. The, yes, they'll hit the imperial. And I'm also, I will be working at Jackson Hewitt and Oakhurst and Neptune. So you okay. can all come right. see me at those headquarters. Okay, word, because it's definitely tax time. So, yo, get your get your get your Catch taxes. Right. Not feelings, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Accounting one on one. Yo, so we about to bounce. Um, it's been a yo. We did ninety minutes tonight, and it didn't even feel like that. Real talk, it did. It did not. It didn't even feel like that. Um, we'll be back next week. We got another episode for y'all. 
And um, thank y'all all, all for, for joining in tonight. And thank you to our guests. Yo, I'm very, very, very I'm so inspired. Uh, and we will see y'all next week. And with that said, we're going to go out to the intro and outro of Mr. Encore and my brother, Anthony Stevens. Check the Stevenson. Sorry. Check them out uh, if you need some work in production and video. So peace out. And we'll, yo, word, stay ghetto, stay ghetto, stay ghetto. Word, uh, <laughs> get those, those crowns up. Yo, get this merchandise. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Valentine's Day Love the paper. I love it, love it, love it. I know that's the one my daughter going to want. So peace out, yo. It's been real. Of course. Peace. It's a non-core banger. Dr. Ross dropping knowledge to the masses. Man, you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Hey, yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp. Uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross dropping knowledge to the masses. Man, you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Hey, yeah, purpose and practice. Podcast game. Hey, he got it mastered. The sign call.